Well, this is Kyle Brown with the Superintendent Radio Network, and I'm here again with Jill Calibro of Valent Professional Products. It's great to have you again here, Jill, to talk about turf disease. Thanks, Kyle. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Pythium. I'm interested to see how that's going to change things a little bit for us. It's been a little bit rough for some of the supers across the, across the U.S. You know, we've had a lot of high temperatures, and so there's been a lot of wet weather. So how has that made an impact on the Pythium pressure for this year? That's a, that's a good question. It's, it's definitely the weather has an impact on disease development in general. All diseases are impacted by weather. You have to keep in mind the disease triangle when thinking about how disease progresses. You know, you need the, the pathogen present, you need a susceptible host, and you also need the right weather conditions. And for Pythium, the right weather conditions include hot, humid, uncomfortable days of summer. This is a, the usual uh, weather pattern required for Pythium blight. I should specify that I'm only thinking of Pythium blight while we talk about this here today. Sure. And lately within, oh gosh, last week in the Northeast and the Midwest, the weather has been very hot and humid. And there has been a tremendous amount of rain all along the East Coast. You know, some reports are saying we've had two to three times the normal amount of rain in an in a average year. And all these reports are coming about all this excess precipitation. And that just creates a really nice environment for Pythium blight to just go crazy and wreak havoc and destruction. So the uh, so it's actually pretty happy with the weather that, that we've been having. Yes, absolutely. And it, it seems like maybe now we're moving, we're transitioning into slightly more average weather pattern, which still can mean hot and humid weather, because it is still July and August typically is still hot and humid as well. So the threat of, of Pythium is, is still there in many places again, and along the, the mid-Atlantic, the Northeast, and definitely the Midwest as well. So they have been a little bit drier. What are some of the symptoms that we should be looking for? Pythium can be tricky sometimes. It can start as just kind of a little patch of turf that just doesn't look as healthy and as vibrant as surrounding areas. It can just look as, as though it just kind of has a malaise to it. It can be a little bit thin, slightly sunken. And those are the really early signs you need to watch for and, and be aware of. As soon as you start seeing those signs, uh, sometimes stadium can also be called greasy spot or greasy patch. And that's because if you actually touch the infected turf, it can feel somewhat oily. And that's another wow. good thing to look for with the early symptoms when you're only seeing, you know, small thin patches of turf there. Those are some of the, the early things to look for diagnostic-wise if you're just out in the course looking around and you might be concerned. I always recommend using a diagnostic lab. Pythium, as it progresses, sometimes can be confused with other diseases, even dollar spot to some degree because as a Pythium patch develops, you can have mycelium present, especially in the morning or later in the evening when conditions are most humid or, or wet or after a rain or something. Um, you can have some fluffy white mycelium. It can look a little bit like dollar spot. It can also look a little bit like brown patch and to some degree to gray leaf spot. To treat Pythium with fungicides, at least, you, you really need to know for sure that you're treating Pythium. Let's talk a little bit about that treatment then. What are some of the treatment options that we've got to handle Pythium blight? 
some of the short-term things for treating pythium, of course, are fungicides, and, and they are an important part of a pythium control or management program. The R product Stellar, of course, is, is a very good pythium control product, which combines two active ingredients. It's always a good thing because there is some resistance to fungicides out there with, with pythium reported. But Subdue is also another great product. Segway, Banal as a, a singular component. I know a lot of superintendents rely heavily on, on phosphonates for some of the periods of time when pythium has a low pressure or, or is a smaller threat of pythium infection. They're, they're great products to consider. Bank is another. So there, there's a lot of products out there. But the, the key thing is, is if you are using a fungicide, again, to make sure that you are treating for pythium. Because many of these products only target pythium or phytophthora or something like that. And the traditional fungicide normally has little impact on pythium. Some do, a few, a few of them do. I know Heritage, for example, does have some flight control of pythium on there. But other products, like I said, like, for example, Stellar, it won't treat dollar spot or brown patch or gray leaf spot. It's a pythium-only product. But, but in the long term for control of pythium or managing pythium, there are some options as well. Uh, avoiding nitrogen fertilization in the heat of summer is one of those because that succulent growth or that fresh tender growth that's created is on the turf, the turf grass there is, is really nice for pythium to come in and cause infection. Of course, managing drainage pattern and water movement on the, on the course, if, if that's a possibility, that's, that's another great way to control pythium. And also fans, using fans to keep air circulation and help the turf dry after a rainstorm, for example, or during periods of heavy dew, like in the early morning. If keeping air moving is something that would help with this, this sounds like an opportunity for superintendents if they've got a troublesome tree on the course or something like that, if it's stopping air movement Absolutely. and airflow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like trees. I'm a bit of a tree hugger myself, so. Sure. <laughs> but, I, but I know at a golf course, I know trees can be problematic in areas, so I understand that. Well, I appreciate your help either way. This is able to help a lot of our superintendents with uh, keeping the pressure off a little bit during the end of the season. Thanks so much for helping out. Thanks, Kyle.